0: everyone we're gonna talk about fucking primus today because uh dante is a dick and i love you dante please come back on the pod sometime (laughs) um i uh we're gonna do this episode a little bit differently everybody um i had time to take notes i had plenty of time to take notes i've listened to this playlist quite a few times uh i did not take any notes except for if I could share my screen right now I'm not going to but if I did share my screen right now I have the song titles the album titles the year it came out and one note under the first song too many puppies one note that says corn the band corn
1: <laughs> with a k with a k
0: absolutely if I if I could do the backwards r on my com- computer if I had that corn font mm. Maybe I should go to that should, da font and download the corn font just for this.
1: That should be a glyph, like a regular, like <laughs> Yes, included yes. in you, every
0: typeface. is <laughs> the corn R. As soon as you spell corn with a K, it automatically reverts <laughs> it. <laughs> totally. Uh, um, I love it. I'm back with Lush. Thank you so much for agreeing to punish yourself uh, with premise. Yes. I'm glad I found... Somebody that was as gullible as me. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know mm. if that's the right word. <laughs> but <laughs> Thanks, man. How, how have you been? How's life I've since becoming good. podcast famous for being on this podcast once?
1: Ooh, man. My, my whole life's changed. Yeah. From the moment it was published. I saw the background looks an, different. Influx. Is that a
0: mansion that you live in now?
1: It <laughs> totally is. Yes. I'm in Key West, <laughs> in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> um no everything's great man and i really appreciate you having me on again yeah. um had a blast on the last one and uh yeah i was game for this cuz uh my feelings can range from ambivalent to mm-hmm. uh you know i have a lot of feelings about the band not a lot i don't know like i have a few feelings about the band so I, it was interesting to come on yeah. and, to uh, to partake in this yeah. yeah let's see where it goes
0: i had like kind of a lot of preconceived notions about Primus, I guess, you know, because mm. I, I, yes. I grew up in the nineties. I've heard Primus before the, the few like singles that they had, but they were always just a weird band. And so I never got into them.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. So, and I'm actually surprised Dante is into them. I, I am. And I, and I'm not surprised. I asked him to give me a, a rundown of why he likes them, but, uh, he has not done. Interesting. Yeah. So. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Primus yet because I don't want this whole episode to be a shit talk episode. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Duncan. i had been thinking about some... We've done a couple different things. Dante and I used to do this like overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite thing, which is a little too difficult to think up on the spot. Um, Mm. But something Nate did when he came on, I think his second episode... He was asking me kind of these either either or questions and I I thought that was kind Uh. of fun. And so I thought of some, just a few or a couple, um, Sacramento themed either or Uh, questions. Okay. okay, Here's a question. Have you been in the Sacramento area your whole life?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, My whole life.
0: Okay. Okay. Me too. Except for one year, one rogue year, I moved to Santa Barbara. Okay, cool. I, just, I wasn't sure, and so I didn't know how far back I could go with my, like, questions. Yeah, I
1: think we can things. go pretty far back, and okay. uh, I think we're around the same age. I,
0: I believe so. I'm Yes. I'm a ripe 40 years old. Ah, uh, uh, right, right. I'm knocking on it, so okay, yeah, there okay. You go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't even think it's going to get that in-depth. But anyway, <clears throat> so either or, questions, Sacramento-themed. Yes. The first one that immediately came to mind, and you can ask me some too. um, Sure. If you think of any. First one that came to mind, uh, because I have a lot of history with one of these Tower Theater or The Crest?
1: Ooh, man. That. For me, I'm just going to go with my personal answer, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. not even what's better or anything. But for me, The Crest, I just have more Mm -hmm. memories. At the crest, um, okay. seeing bands and stuff there yeah. too, and just like an array of things at the crest. But of course, this is not like I, Tower Theater is legendary. Some it, of the best movies I've ever yeah, seen have been yeah. there, and yeah, absolutely.
0: Crest Crest gets that one up because they have bands play mm, there. Because like yes. it's a beautiful theater, you get to see some cool movies. They used to have the basement where they had movies too, and it was always fun right. like going down all those stairs.
1: The midnight uh,
0: showings. The midnight like, showings. I used to go yeah. to, I went to a couple Spike and Mike's in the nice, 90s. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely, right. And then Trash Film Orgy in the early aughts. I would go to those. those there you go. It fun.
1: Super awesome, yeah. Uh, um, for me, it was also, uh, they used to do the Sammys there. Oh, right. fun. Yeah. Yeah, I only got to go a few years, but... Uh, mm-hmm. One year we were like nominated. It was awesome. Nice. So, no like, who was were like, nominated? or who No, like my hip hop crew. Your hip hop crew. Oh, uh, sick. Yeah. And then we won. It was super what? Like we were, we were such a mess. We were like half of us were outside and then mm-hmm. we like ran up on stage. <laughs> bored. It was really cool. And it was just a great moment. Rad. Like, and then the after party would be like at Maryland's and shit. Mm-hmm. And it was just, just a fun like night for the yeah, scene yeah, and yeah. everyone like coming together and shit.
0: That's such a cool place to have it too. I feel like they do it at Ace of Spades or something now. Uh, And that's not as fun. Yeah, I haven't been since they've like, I don't know what, I'm not like, have no
1: need to go, but um, yeah, but The Crest is great. I love The Crest and uh, No Regard, the very first, we never played there, but uh, we shot promo photos with Allison Seconds. Oh, nice. And that was like our first photo and like we met Allison and we were like in Alive and Kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, sick. So yeah, it just has memories for me. That's cool. But uh, yeah.
0: I have to go with tower. I, I have, have had a lot of friends that worked there and I used to hang out uh, there a lot. Spent, yeah. Spent way too much time there. Just like hanging out with the staff. Cause like it's a single or three screen movie theater. There's so much downtime in between movies. And so we would just hang out. Yeah. And, uh, talk about shit and play apples to apples. <laughs> they had like their, own I love it. Apples to apples cards it. that they made based on all the like <laughs> staff awesome. and, and regulars yes. and stuff. And yeah. What was, um, I just realized I, my notes, I spelled primus pre, uh, priums, priums. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's some of your, I just want to talk about the crest now. Cause you got me all excited about the, crest. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, what's kind of like some, what's the best show you went to at the crest or, or one of the best shows? The coolest show I went to at the crest was, uh,
1: I saw Weezer there.
0: Oh, did you go to that Weezer show? Yeah. I saw oh, Weezer. Oh,
1: fuck. It was probably That's like, so know, maybe cool. Like, what, like, what year do you think that was? I think maybe it was
0: 99? Like 90... nine? Nine? Maybe 99. Cody will I, know. Let me text him really quick. But but yeah. Oh, my God.
1: I was like... I loved Weezer. Weezer was like one of my favorite brands growing up. And by the time I saw Weezer, I was like a little... I was such a shit. I was probably yeah. like 19 or something. And I was like... Yeah. Uh, I, I was just like a punk rocker sure. and I was just at the show and it was like everyone was lame. I thought I tried to start a mosh pit. <laughs> <I'm sick. laughs> but I think it like went kind of well. And like the mosh pit ended up happening. Yeah. Um, but it's a great show. It was really cool. Yeah. And it was just really cool seeing Weezer there. And that's now every totally time I'm there, cool. I think like, fuck, I saw Weezer here.
0: And I was like, totally. right there. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's cool. I, I heard a lot of, a lot of cool stuff about that show. And I used to have like back in Napster days. I had an MP3 just of, of one song, the, a song called "Sister" that they played. Mm. It was like one of the I think it was like only, either the first time they played it or like one of the only times they played it live. Mm. It was like okay a side kind of thing, and so I was very excited about that. I was like, "It's right. a Weezer bootleg, and it's from Sacramento!" I'm like,
1: right? That's amazing. <laughs> That's so what about cool. you? what's What's your uh, What's your My, favorite question? The
0: one that I get. I get the most bragging rights from is um sunny day real estate oh man they played there after uh i think the first time they were you know they're they're one of those bands that you know breaks up and gets back together yeah yeah but yeah they played there in i believe it was 99 or 2000. Mm, I, I
1: remember this yes yeah. this
0: is like coming back to me now oh and that's it amazing was, it was very cool um i'm pretty sure they just played by themselves like they didn't have an opener anything like that love it I ended up getting sick not like throw up sick but like I got a cold that night and I spent half of the the set like I I was standing for half of it and then I went and sat down for the other half because I started feeling shitty um uh and Jeremy Enoch like got mad at one point and like threw his guitar on the ground
1: (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that's that's pretty that's amazing that's amazing it was rad it was so cool Mm. um that's yeah. amazing. I oh shit. I, there's so many bands that come through there, and like, you kind of forget. Like, didn't yeah. Neutral Milk Hotel play there? Like, oh, I don't know. A few years ago, I feel like oh, they did. Did They
0: play there a few years ago. They I might think have it was there, there they played. Ago. Yeah, they did. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, Vinny Guadera was there, and he was, I mm-hmm. think he was like playing hacky sack with them or something outside of course of course if i remember (laughs) yeah totally and i was like what (laughs) (laughs) amazing and i Uh, yeah fucking amazing
0: that's tight i i kind of forgot about that i was thinking about like 90s crest because i got so used to them not having shows anymore because they went Mm. so long without really doing like rock shows they would do like the occasional uh i don't know some other type of music event or whatever
1: yeah yeah totally
0: But they were mainly movies and then the occasional thing here and there. But yeah, I mean, we went a few years ago and saw Joanna Newsom there. Oh, Um, nice. And that was fun. My wife, well, I am too, but my wife is a huge fan of her. Oh, yeah, she's great.
1: She's great. Um, Yeah, man. And I I don't know much about, like, the people that own it or anything, but uh, I do know that... um, you know one of my dear dear friends passed last year and mm-hmm. uh he was in the music scene risar Amani, um from the league oh leak. yes yeah um and i do know that they were searching for a venue for like a memorial thing for him mm-hmm. um to include like the music scene and right away um i think james Cavern was booking it or whatever mm-hmm. but right away the crest like was there and yeah. was wanted to do it so that alone like uh, got props for them for me, yeah. you know, just like for my, yeah. on a personal note, like for my friend, but because he was really important in the music scene and I think they mm-hmm. acknowledged that. And so right away they were like, yes, let's do it here. And, and it was, yeah. it meant a lot to do it at the crest and to give him like a, like the proper respect and like in a place like that it felt right.
0: It, totally. you know? That's that's rad. That's very cool. Um, Let's think of another... Yeah, this is great. I like this. Trying to think of another venue one now that we got, that we got talking about venues. Let's do, I kind of think these two venues, current venues are, are on a similar level as like bands they can get, but one mm, is slightly yeah. smaller. Um, Ace of Spades or Harlow's. Okay.
1: Uh, for me, this is no brainer. Harlow's. Uh, agreed okay 100 yeah. percent. i really yeah,
0: for me i can't stand ace of spades
1: <laughs> uh, yeah and like i've uh, i've played ace of spades and stuff oh, and how like you- ace of spades is not like a bad place you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like great mm-hmm. and like if you're playing at ace of spades like you're stoked you're probably playing touring sure. yeah, like, rap I, I would be it, happy you know about mean? that yeah absolutely uh, I opened up for Del the Funky Oma Sapien there. Nice. And I was, nice. it was when I was doing hip hop and neighborhood Watch, and It was just amazing just for that, like to do uh-huh. that there. But even then, like, you know, we like opened and I ran into like, oh, this sucks, like playing here <laughs> sucks. <laughs> and I'm not trying to like <laughs> hate on them, but like yeah. playing there fucking sucked. And it just reminded me of like being there sometimes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Harlow's for me, 100%. Like Harlow's has been... As a fan and in the music scene, like mm-hmm. the sound guy at Harlow's is legendary. I know he passed away uh, last year. I believe his name was Mark. I don't know. I don't want to like ruin that, but he was sure. amazing and a legend uh, at Harlow's. Uh, but the, su- the sound is great. Stage yeah. is great. And uh, you might just see like an amazing yeah. band mm-hmm. and it being Sacramento, you might see like a legendary band and there'll be like 12 people there.
0: Yes, <laughs> You know yes. what I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, <laughs> You could see a great fucking band with 12 people on like their first tour Mm. there. Like I've, I've seen quite a few shows like that there, but then you go to another show there and it's fucking houses packed. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That place is, it's great. I remember the first time going there, I went uh, to see the Bronx there and I, I was just like, this is so like fancy. There's like lights on the walls and if, it just felt so like right. hoity-toity compared to the like outdoor other... areas. Like yeah, super yeah, nice yeah. And like, yeah. Like yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, totally. If you feel like you feel like you're in a nightclub a little bit, which is yeah. like was yeah. different. Um But yeah, great, great club. And uh I know on the last podcast we talked about Brian McKenna, but like I know yeah. like him, abstract, like just booking great bands there. Yeah, for a long time, you know.
0: Yeah, has been Brian a does, big part of it too. Brian has always done such good work here in sack like bringing so many amazing bands uh and he's a really cool guy too so that adds to it
1: a hundred percent um i saw one of my favorite bands is uh wolf parade we had talked about oh, yeah. this when yeah. we were like talking about bands to do mm-hmm. um and i ended up seeing like one of the offshoot bands like one of the dudes from wolf parade like his new band or whatever and uh-huh. they played there on like a sunday night at harlow's brian oh, oh, Dude, cool. of course um and you know like we, it's sacramento and it was like mm. you know a small turnout there wasn't a lot of people there of course but it was rad because i got to like hang out with this with dan from wolf parade you know nice. And, like nice outside because yeah. we're just like smoking cigarettes or whatever yeah, yeah, is a yeah. while back, and we're just talking um and that was really cool too because you're like oh this is such a sacramento like you're on j street you know and yeah like, yeah yeah it's harlow's and like on a night, like on a Sunday night or an off night, like you feel it and like the yeah. city feels alive. And for a touring act, it probably feels like the city, you know, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was fun. We just had like a really cool night and I thought, uh, this is, Harlow's is so cool for this, cause like yeah, you said, yeah. it'll be packed or there'll be nobody there, but the vibes can always be good. Yeah. And I think part of that is the sound. It sounds really always good, so good.
0: Really great sound quality. I've, heard, I've never had the chance to play there, but I've heard really good things about the, the sound there. Like when you're on stage because um, yeah. that can be totally different, but yeah like uh Chris from um uh, that does all like the hardcore and metal booking and stuff um, uh-huh. uh he he was in that band church and he played there and he said the sound was fucking insane that's awesome um, man. got got yeah. so like bassy and loud i'm I'm so stoked that Boris is coming back there <laughs> oh that's right we gotta go to that yeah mm-hmm. I'm stoked
1: yeah absolutely um yeah, and shout um, out Chris, too. Chris is the homie It's yeah. like Tim's good buddy. And yeah, he's I love that guy. Really, really cool, dude.
0: Okay, I think I already know the answer to this one. This has nothing to do with Sacramento. This has to do with Wolf Parade. Uh, ah. <laughs> Dan or Spencer?
1: Ooh, this is so weird. We're just, yeah. Um, look, that's hard. I'm going to go with Dan. Okay. And and I love Spencer. I've seen Spencer's offshoot bands, too. I've seen both
0: of their bands. Mm-hmm. Um did you see Moonface? I uh, saw Moonface, at Luigi's.
1: No, I didn't even know that they played there actually, or oh, him. Yeah. I guess it's just like him. Um, no, I saw him in San Francisco, in this uh, in a little hall. The, uh, the like at Swedish
0: American, yeah. Where just him and the piano.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, sick! You I was there too. Yeah. No yeah, way. My, my wife
0: and I were there. Were there?
1: No way. That's so. And Dante DiCara opened.
0: No, we got there late. He was already oh, playing dude. by the time we ah, got
1: there. Yeah, I was just gonna say like that. Like, so I've seen them both in their like solo things, and then oh, Dante okay. opened, which was which was oh. really great. Like, he was fucking awesome. That's cool. Like, yeah, dude, you sound like a guitar but Like, he was more rocking. Um, mm-hmm. Look, I love Wolf Rade. The fact that you even like Wolf Raid, like, I fucking love that. Because yeah, uh, it's all things. Turn- I got into them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I I love that.
0: I'd never really listened to them before. Um, And then uh, she was like, oh, you're going to like this because Mm. of the synth. Because I'm really into the synthesizer stuff. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, Same. And that's, so my answer is Spencer, because he's the synth guy. And so I love all of his weird ass side projects that he does. Oh, my God. I I love Moonface. Um, Moonface. Although he doesn't go by Moonface anymore. It's just his name now, but... That Um,
1: record, uh, Julia with Blue Jeans on, is that mm what it's called? Yeah, that was really great. And then then he toured it. Um, And I'm a big uh, Sunset Rubdown.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: The fucking Sunset Rubdown album is like one of my favorite albums ever. Yeah, it's so Uh, fucking great. Like, it's just so weird. And like, (laughs) he. When he's like given his license to just Mm -hmm. do his weird shit, uh, he he's a true poet and he's truly uh, just so idiosyncratic, but just great. Mm -hmm. And like his, like his understandings of melody and stuff is unbelievable. Um, Mm -hmm. but with that said, I just, I love Dan, man. I love, I love like, not to like put him in a box, but like, you know, like the Springsteen vibes, like Mm -hmm. that whole, like that, uh, he's just so earnest and like, so, uh, real in his songwriting and i just i fucking love it man and then meeting him and like getting to like have beers with him or like i was having beers i don't remember if he was but (laughs) uh it was super chill and like we're just like like me and you talking a hundred percent nice nice he's asking me he's like what are you doing i'm like i'm trying (laughs) man i'm like making songs in garage and i'm like talking about my shitty fucking songs like to this dude (laughs) for so long like what am i doing uh but no man, I just really, really uh love and appreciate um everything he's done from Handsome Furs to Um uh Divine Fits with the guy from oh, Spoon. Oh right. That's oh, a really great record. That That's when I kinda got into them. Uh, oh really? You know me, like I'm the kind of person like I don't I didn't know about them till like way later. They were mm-hmm. not even a band anymore. And I like mm-hmm. I I like I got into this like um <clears throat> Canadian indie rock thing. Where like I yeah. can't remember where it started, whether it's with like uh with uh Arcade Fire or something, maybe sure, something sure. more mainstream. And then I just started like digging into like all the bands and there's just like you can't talk about them without talking about Canada and I mm-hmm. fucking I love Canada. I have all this family <laughs> in Canada. Oh cool. been to been to Canada a bunch. And uh not to like Vancouver where Wolf Ray's from, but like uh uh Ontario. Uh-huh. Toronto. Yeah, and yeah, I have yeah. family in Toronto and Ottawa. Um but they're a very Canadian band too. There's yeah, like this yeah. Canadian like thing <laughs> with them that is fucking rad and like broken social scene. Sure. Uh, Leslie Feist, like there's so much, uh, new pornographers, like oh. there's just so much cool shit. Like, and, um, I love it. We're really.
0: going on Monday. We're going to see Nico case ah, in, funny. uh, yeah. in grass Valley. No way. Yeah. Uh, there's that's there's a amazing Center for the Arts or something like that in Grass oh, Valley yeah, yeah um, they've got yeah. like a bunch of cool shows coming up um, that's amazing yeah um, wondered, yeah that's that's really cool so I don't know I don't know if they got a Nico new, Case. new person booking or, or something but Oh, I I love Nico Case so much. That's going to be so, so good, man. (laughs) So, so, she's
1: great. Her last record, too, was, like, so good. Mm -hmm. Uh, or Like, the last few. She just went on a roll. She can
0: can do no wrong. And every, like, new pornographers, I love all that shit. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah. Love new pornographers. Super, super good. So, but anyway. Oh, that's cool.
0: Okay, let's do one more Sacramento-based one. Yeah. Dimple or Tower? Ooh. records this time man, man. The yeah
1: folks. yeah dimple or tower like okay like tower like being from sacramento tower is so synonymous with mm-hmm. the city with everything like yeah even now like even now you know like yeah. seeing like the restroom and Solomon's or whatever, like the impact <laughs> is like felt, you know, yeah. and very recognized. Um, but I got to go dimple. Yeah. I'm a dimple. I worked at dimple. Mm-hmm. I think you did too, right? Yeah, I
0: did too. Yeah. Six okay. and a half years.
1: Uh, I'm a dimple person through and through. Yeah. I I can't even like, I don't, I can't speak to everything involving dimple because there's so much. And I left sure. a long, long time ago. I left in 2008. is when yeah. I left dimple. Um, but and so I know like I'm sure there's acrimonious stuff and there's probably people listening to this like fuck Dimple <laughs> because of Dimple. like or like or even like you know, like but Dimple gave me a job, mm-hmm. uh the Rodakovitzes dial in, like she, you know, was somebody in this town, yeah. like did cool things in the music scene. Yeah. In a way, you know, for people. Um and I think Dimple like Won't get the love, you know? Mm -hmm. No Mm -hmm. one's made like Tom Hanks' other son ain't making a documentary about Dimple. (laughs) Never, never.
0: (laughs) Chet Hayes, that would be amazing. (laughs)
1: Actually, the Chet Hayes Dimple fucking documentary, make it happen. We need to produce this. All
0: too, uh, all too perfect (laughs) if he did that. Oh my god, he might be
1: canceled. I don't know, maybe not. He might
0: be, (laughs) he's probably said something awful. I'm pretty sure (laughs) he's just constantly canceling himself, of course.
1: Um, but yeah dimple uh dimple has roots man like Mm -hmm. real shit like uh in the uh, berry hip-hop scene like rap like uh, oh yeah oh yeah like e40 and like too short like Mm -hmm. e40 used to call the store oh yeah oh yeah he was there (laughs) like
0: (laughs) all like every time he had a new album out we got pallets of that shit especially like that's amazing kind of toward the my end of end of my my time there uh, he came out with, with three albums. They were all the same cover with like a different color mm. scheme or whatever. Mm. And we just got like three palettes just like packed full. And he would come do signings every time he had a new album. Uh, That's amazing. He was he was um, a really cool guy or is a really cool guy.
1: And then like you probably know more about the history than me because uh, you're more tied in. But like I the story was like that back then, like especially in the East Bay, like. When, like, if you listen to like East Bay rap, like, too short, E40, oh mm-hmm. shit, the click, you know, it's like mm-hmm. slanging tapes out the trunk, like, that was the thing, right? Yeah. And like, supposedly, E40 was like, that's what we did until like Dylan came, like, we came to Sacramento and Dylan, like, put us on the, like, put us in all the stores, put us on the shelves. And uh. Uh, supposedly, that's like, that's mythology. That that's fucking canon. That fucking E forty says. Yeah, that, yeah. That, And I know they were like friendly. She called him Earl, <laughs> and like the yeah, whole thing yeah, like, totally makes sense. And I don't like have receipts on any of this, but like that yeah. was Sacramento lore. Is that fucking Dylan put on E forty and too short
0: yeah. yeah, knowing knowing Dylann pretty well because uh, I would spent a couple of years uh, doing the shipping and receiving there, and so I yeah. was constantly in Dylan's office. I would not be surprised cuz she was she is very cool with with all the artists that came through her and Justin mm. Espino uh yeah. were very cool with all the artists that that came through die seemed to just like love everyone yeah. So, yeah, yeah yeah and dimple like dimple's policy uh love it or hate it was just kind of if you bring me something uh to sell in the store I will sell it I will mm-hmm. I will put it on the shelves I should say yeah, so absolutely. I would not be surprised. Um, yeah. It it would make more sense for Rasputin to be the the start of you know Bay Area like E forty that kind right, of stuff. Right. But, right.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. But I don't I
0: don't know anything about Rasputin, so I don't know what their sure. all their policies are like and shit. Yeah, I I've, I've said a lot of things about the Radakovich, the Radakovich family, but none of that goes toward Dylan. She's a lovely person. Mm, mm, uh, yeah. I'll, I will. I will redact everything else i have to say <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah and I, like i said i know it's
1: contentious and i know like yeah. things uh, went down for sure I, but uh, as
0: as as much as i hated working there i also loved working there at, at the yeah. exact same time you know it was just of one course. of those kind of jobs
1: Everybody that worked there like dreamed of working there at some mm-hmm. point, right? Yeah, like that was the thing. Like, if you worked there, like you fucking wanted to work there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. they weren't paying that great, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That no, they weren't like, paying great. Uh,
0: the thing <laughs> that like you made to. me want to get a job there was I, um, I had come back from my, my year <laughs> abroad in Santa Barbara, uh, <laughs> and uh, it was. I came back to Sacramento, I moved in with, with Cody, who's been doing the pod with me, uh, nice. and, and my ex-girlfriend, uh, we all got a place together on E Street, right across from the Pine Cove. Yes. And I was like, I'm going to get a job at Safeway, because it's got to be a good job, and yeah. they'll have health care yeah. and all that stuff. I worked there a week, the Safeway Alhambra, <laughs> a fucking week. I hated it. Like, uh, yeah. no one was nice to me. Uh, like, I mean, I was there a week, and I probably had a snotty attitude and stuff. Um, let me see what Cody says. Cody says the Weezer show was in 2000, maybe 99, that which is sense. exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I worked there a week and I was like, Nope, I quit. I, I don't like this. I can't do it. I don't like, uh, schmoozing with people like walking them yes. to their car, you know, to put their right, groceries right, in. Right. I was just, it was too awkward for me. And so I was like, well, I heard the dimple has health insurance. Uh, cause I was too old to be on my parents' health insurance and I needed right, something, right. Um, cause America, um, right. <laughs> and I was like, well, I heard Dimple has health insurance. I'm going to go apply at Dimple and I got, got a job there. And yeah, that was the thing is like, they don't pay very well. They never paid me very well. Even when I moved up the ladder or whatever there. <laughs> right. Right. Um, of course. Yeah. Sure. But I had health insurance the whole time Yeah, and that's it true. was decent health insurance absolutely yeah yeah um it's a
1: great job yeah they they were they took care of me too yeah and it was was
0: and this this podcast would not be happening if it wasn't for a because that's how i met dante so oh there
1: you go there you go go. absolutely yeah i mean and that's it is kind of like a like i worked at the one in roseville Mm -hmm. and then uh at the one in citrus heights for a little bit and the one at folsom for a little bit Mm -hmm. um but when i first started working at the one in Roseville it was uh, I worked with Tara Lopez oh yeah I worked with Tara from, too uh, yeah. Rituals of Mine and uh, yeah. Sister Crayon Sister and Crayon. Uh, back then Kyoto Beat Orchestra yes, yes and the first show I played like as a hip-hop act as like Plush Lush mm. was with them it was with oh, Eric and Tara lush. and <laughs> oh, Kyoto Beat Orchestra my God. yeah you saying plush lush
0: just like all these things just flooded back into my mind man that's Uh, that's hilarious yeah (laughs) Yeah,
1: dude and that was like and that was it's a dimple you know and like and then and then rasar random abilities Mm -hmm, he worked there mm -hmm. later you know and like he played that show too yeah yeah Uh, the first show was me him and tara you know and fucking uh so yeah i think like if you were in a band like it was such a great job because Mm -hmm. you could like promo your shows you could like meet people you can get your album on the shelves who would do that all the time yeah yeah. like uh try to hawk it to people or whatever like (laughs) yeah it was great yeah um i loved it but uh tower also i mean i can't you tower is great tower Tower is legendary too
0: i didn't appreciate tower when we when we had it at the time i i could have really been going to tower i think i was going more to uh for i mean for a short stint manic music i fucking loved that place yeah. Uh yeah. and the beat would go there. I, that would have been a better um comparison, the beat or dimple. Uh, my beat. answer is still dimple. But.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's always gonna be dimple. Yeah. Dimple Vida, Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Uh oh, man. Plush lush, I forgot about that. I don't think I knew that was you.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Slash still alive, man. Yeah, I'm still yeah. out here. That's fucking I'm still right. out here. He lives. <laughs> He's like uh, Shock G. Okay, real
0: Remember quick him? before we talk, Primus. Yes. What you been watching? Anything oh good? my gosh,
1: there is so much to watch right now. Where I feel like I'm behind. I kind of always feel like I'm behind because mm-hmm. there's oh, so much yeah. to watch. It's constant. Um, constant. And as of right now, there is so much. I made a list. I made a list of things <laughs> I need to watch yes. that people like you and Tim, Tim, uh-huh. will get on my fucking helmet about not watching. Um, but I'm not going to talk about those things. but I will talk about what I am watching. Okay. Um, I watched the first episode of The Boys, the new season.
0: Oh, we haven't started that yet. I mean, we've seen the old, but the new season. You've seen the old ones. Okay, yeah. I
1: just watched the first episode of that because that was top of my list. Okay. okay. Because I feel like that might get spoiled. You know what I mean? Like, Because it's so hype. Yeah. What I have been watching is two things. I watched uh, We Own the City on HBO. Oh, yeah. Which is... Kind of a follow up, maybe more of a companion piece to my favorite thing ever, The Wire. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a follow up from David Simon checking back in on Baltimore. Interesting. Okay. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> like, I mean, the show is great, but what's going on in Baltimore oh, is oh. not
0: good. <laughs> it's right. not good, but I'm still watching <laughs> no.
1: no, no. The show is fucking phenomenal, but the, you know, it's so like, I don't know if you've seen The Wire, but it's just like, not. It's, it's this really. The Wire is, you know, everyone, all the nerds will say, oh, it's the greatest show ever. It kind of is. Yeah. yeah. But really, over five seasons, The Wire is a show about the main character is Baltimore. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. uh, you could sub Baltimore for any city, uh, major city that in the Midwest, especially, or in that area that's been downtrodden like Detroit or, Uh you know, um, anywhere really. But uh, it's super real and super gnarly. And so uh, yeah, We Own the City was just... Phenomenal, like a six episode, uh, the limited series, I suppose they call it, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. kind of centering around, uh, in 2016, uh, when the Freddie Gray trial was happening, uh-huh. kind of right when Trump was taking office uh-huh. and the super corrupt police unit in Baltimore okay. that was like just doing the most in the worst ways. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Starring, uh, John Bernthal from, uh. Uh, Walking Dead, yeah, Punisher, Punisher and a bunch yeah. of stuff. So if you don't like him, it'll grate on your nerves because it's a lot of him doing him and sure, doing sure. the Shane, like doing the tough guy thing. Yeah, but, uh, It's a good like procedural cop drama. Okay, okay. And so I'll wrap that up. And the second thing I've just, just wrapped watching that just actually wrapped also is uh, called Under the Banner of Heaven.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Nate was talking about that. I, I, I always see ads for it and it looks pretty cool. Uh, It's interesting. It's like uh, it's on
1: FX. It's starring Andrew Garfield, Mm -hmm. and it's it's from a book basically, but it's actually from a true crime thing. um, Mm -hmm. Horrible fucking double murder in Utah in the eighties, but it's centered around uh, fundamental uh, Mormonism, yeah, yeah, and also like a lot of stuff about the history of Mormonism because these Mm. people that did this heinous act were like fundamentalist like polygamists or whatever uh-huh. uh huh. it's really good though it's like yeah it, it was one of those things where it was like an fx show and at first i was like is this good i don't know <laughs> <laughs> like i can't like it's yeah. kind of good and yeah. it kind of sucks and then it kind of grew on me and by the end i was uh i was pretty into it You're and right i was it. uh yeah and i was like learning shit about like joseph smith and stuff yeah, yeah <laughs> i yeah, didn't yeah. think i'd be interested in that i find myself incredibly fascinated by
0: totally totally uh, yeah. I think we're waiting for that one uh to be the season to be over, which it sounds like it is now. It just ended. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Amanda was saying that she wanted to wait for it to be over so we could just binge it because that's what that's you wait, uh excuse me, when we watch like crime stuff, like true crime stuff, especially, mm. she has to binge yeah. it. That, Get to the end. Yeah. Yeah. That should have I got to know. Nightmares. <laughs> it will give me it was doing the same thing to me and then it
1: was like fucking with me. I'm like I can't wait. Like it, it, It was really good for that, though. Like, it made it better almost, like having to wait and see. I do. And I didn't, like, Google what happened, really. Oh, that was good, yeah. I like to not spoil things. (laughs) Okay. I don't want to even know what happened to them because I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. And it it was good, yeah.
0: How about you? Can we talk about what you're watching? We can. Uh, Oh, that's what I was going to say. I got so used to, like shows especially on netflix coming out the full seasons out and you just binge it in a weekend yeah or whatever yeah yeah yeah. that i've started to appreciate more um the shows that are coming out weekly like the marvel shows and the star wars Mm -hmm, shows mm -hmm, Um, yeah so like tomorrow for example i said we can't record tomorrow because i'll be watching obi-wan and the first episode of ms marvel is coming out tomorrow too yes Um, yes so i've been loving obi-wan I don't know. if, Have you watched that at all yet?
1: No, I'm like that was on my list, like yeah. number two, and yeah. I'm like waiting for it. Like I'm just, I, I can't wait. Yeah, I just,
0: it's, it, I can't wait. Yeah, it's great. We even, uh, we went back and rewatched Phantom Menace recently. Mm-hmm. And okay. Yeah. I have, I, I have a hard relationship with with the prequels. Um, mm. They're better than I remembered them being. They're better than. The amount that I hated them, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I think there's been a like a a paradigm shift about how we view the
0: prequels in recent times. Yeah, especially with the with the sequels now. Now you are a lot of the fucking fanboys, which I am guilty of, are getting what they want, sort of to a degree, or they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It kind of went like. Oh, we're getting what we want, sort of, with uh, Force Awakens. And then Last Jedi came out and every a lot of people hated it. I I fucking loved it. I wished me too. I wish they too. would have continued down that path. And then yes. JJ had to come yes. back and JJ it up. Right. Uh, right. And so with as like tumultuous as it continues to be, you kind of like sure. think back. And like rewatch those movies and yeah they're slow especially the second one is like super boring right the writing right. isn't necessarily the best but there is a there is a story that happens over three movies it sure. is a journey sure. it is it is absolutely how darth vader becomes or how anakin skywalker spoiler alert everyone how anakin skywalker becomes <laughs> right. darth vader which the sequel movies don't have. There's no through line between all three movies because they had different directors and all. Yeah.
1: And nobody wanted to get along. uh, uh, Right. And I think there's also, I think something that the prequels have been lately getting flowers for is, uh, the entire like storyline of like the senatorial, like, like the Senate and like the political machinations of like Palpatine and whatnot, like rising to power. Like, that shit is dope. Like yeah. I think they like <laughs> like it's like a very Star wars Warsy. Yeah. And it's like there's also this political drama. Yeah, like, it totally the West is. Wing it totally or whatever, <laughs> right? And like that had that, and I think like the newer Star Wars are lacking that maybe a little bit. Like yeah, that is something that's very like part of like yeah. Star Wars. We could have a whole discussion about we could. Star Wars we because could. I am like. The prodigal son, a bit. <laughs> I can't lie, you know. Like it's, it, it's broken my heart. It's yes. I've lost interest at times, but it's remained my constant yeah. too. Like my favorite from when I was a child, you know. Absolutely. Uh, The first three It was spe- like just, you know, like I will never like that. Will always be my favorite movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like the one movie I could just rewatch over and over again. Totally. Um. Uh. But. They've lost me at times mm. and they've lost me totally. even with the shows, the Disney Plus shows. Like I I thought Mandalorian season one was fantastic. Yeah. Like just like a return to form for Star Wars. Sure. Like yes. oh, what can Star Wars be? Yeah. Like, wow. And then I didn't like season two. You didn't really like season two? I, I did I I didn't like the fan service of season two. Sure, sure. It lost me. It just and it just started to lose me a bit like the fan service, both directions, Mm -hmm. the fan service towards the like fringe, like the people like nostalgia fans, Mm -hmm. you know, with the stuff that happens at the end and even some of the fan service to like the super, like super nerdy fans. Yeah. Yeah. Like that read the Timothy Zahn books and stuff or whatever. Like some of that, like I like some of that, but I think like they tried to please too much. Sure. Sure. And it should have just been like the story. Yeah like just serve the story like that, like is what's most important and people will get it or not. But mm-hmm. I think you're like, you're maintaining the integrity of the story. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm also a Star Trek guy, man. I'm not gonna lie. I've never been, I love fucking Star Trek, man. And lately Star Trek has been pulling me back. Like yeah, maybe it, Star Trek. I've heard alive. a lot yeah.
0: of, <laughs> I've heard a lot of good things about all those shows. They've got like four shows or something right now on Paramount plus or some, some shit like that. They're trying. Yeah. They're
1: throwing shit at the wall, but some of the stuff's work. So, the discovery sticking. was cool. Yeah, the discovery was cool. And, like, the reboot, the, J, the JJ reboots were not the worst, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it can go, and there's, like, promise. Like, Quentin Tarantino is going to make it or whatever. Oh, that geez. was floating around a while back or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> who knows? Like, that could be cool. Like, origin Star space. Trek. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, but, like, yeah. Star Trek, Star Wars has been, I'm excited for Obi-Wan though. Yeah.
0: I, I haven't watched Boba Fett.
1: I, I like skipped it.
0: Boba Fett is okay. Okay. You, mm-hmm. we, we watched, I think the first episode and then like a few weeks later we started back up again because. Gotcha. If gotcha. that tells you anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. We were also told by someone cause Amanda was talking to one of her uh, coworkers and and they said, "Oh, you can kind of skip the first two episodes, or maybe even they said the first three. I can't remember, but we ended up fast forwarding a lot gotcha. uh, through the first couple episodes because uh, this this isn't really spoiling anything because it's it's uh, Boba Fett talking to the Tusken Raiders with mm. kind of sign language and and a lot of motioning and stuff, and so like the first fast forward right. is." isn't that fast. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. And so there's no like dialogue that you have mm, to hear. Sure. And for the most part, and every once in a while we would stop and be like, Oh, something's happening. Okay. But a lot of it was them like sitting around the fire talking about stuff. Interesting. Okay. So it's, I will watch it. I'm, I will okay. say watch it before the next season of Mandalorian. Okay. Okay.
1: But I can jump right into Obi-Wan right now.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, You can jump right into Obi-Wan. They give a good, like, somewhere between, like, three to five minute refresher on what happened in the prequels, like, before the actual show starts.
1: I don't know about you, but, like, I need those Mm -hmm. so bad nowadays. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of the (laughs) pandemic and there's been a big break between stuff. But, like, that honestly is what deters me at points from watching a show. Because I feel like I don't fucking remember, dude, like what happened uh, three years ago on Atlanta. I love <laughs> Atlanta. But I'm like, I just don't even remember yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah. Or Barry. I'm trying to watch Barry and same thing. It's been so long since it's been on. Uh-huh. Um, I need those recaps and I need them real meaty. Yeah, it like, could yeah. be like a lot of exposition here, bro. yeah. Like, yeah
0: <laughs> could yeah. be like some help here. Um, I saw on TikTok somewhere, uh, I guess Disney had released a little uh, image of like what to watch if you want to prep for the show. And it was like mm. the, the prequel movies and then like a handful of Clone Wars episodes. Oh, um, okay. And yeah. the Clone Wars movie, which don't watch the Clone Wars movie. It's not very great. Not very good. Um,
1: but Clone Wars, the show, yeah, Gen- Tarkovsky or whatever, uh, the old one. Oh no, no, not the, the old cartoon. one.
0: Um, the like,
1: Oh, the newer one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's like a handful of yeah. yeah, episodes gotcha. that, Yes. I think they're going to touch yes. on what happened in those, but you don't have to. I I didn't. Wa- I haven't watched Clone Wars. We've watched some of it. We watched the like movie, which is just like a f- couple episodes uh, spliced together or whatever. Nice. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like I said, it gives you a, f- a few minutes of like this is what happened in the prequels, kind of thing before the That's show cool. starts. I love it. Yeah,
1: because yeah. especially for kids. Like mm-hmm. I know you have
0: kids, and oh, now like my son is loving it. Really? Yeah. he's fully bought in
1: he's like fully invested yeah.
0: in Star Wars universe yeah he he is uh, he yeah. did we we've basically forced him to watch uh Phantom Menace he was not into it that's so funny yeah oh my gosh
1: I've been trying with my kids yeah it's hard they have an aversion to Star Wars I yeah. don't know what it is and I've been trying uh they love MCU MCU mm-hmm. like they're fully invested mm-hmm. we watch every MCU movie me and my daughter just went and saw uh, Strange a few like oh manga. nice yeah but yeah nah, and that's kind of like the thing like I just let them go their way like mm-hmm. what they want to be into and um, but I'm trying yeah I'm trying Obi-Wan I'm, I'm definitely like gonna try to push on that yeah yeah he, Mandalorian again too
0: yeah they like Mandalorian both the kids like Mandalorian it gets too a little too scary sometimes um, sure sure but of yeah. course you know Grogu baby Yoda like they love Of course. course. Yeah. And yeah, he's really although the last episode of Obi-Wan got a got a bit tense, um, even for me, (laughs) I was like, this is (laughs) right. Uh, Um it's hard. Yeah.
1: It's a hard part of parenting. It's like what are we gonna expose our kids to? Like what what and like everyone has their own style, like Mm -hmm. what they do. You know what I mean? And I never judge people. Yeah. Like I never like am like, oh yeah, why are you doing that? You know, you're too prudish or whatever. But I try to, like, find a balance because I don't want them watching, like, too much shit. Sure. Know what I mean? Sure. Like, and generally MCU, doesn't, like, Disney properties keep it somewhat yeah, yeah. Like, it's never going to be too, like, gnarly. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, DC's almost, like, too gnarly. Yeah. For yeah. my kids. Like, <laughs> it, it's so dark. Those like, are so, uh, way too dark. Uh, the kids like, they like Lego Batman. They love Uh, that movie. Who doesn't love that? That's fantastic stuff. (laughs) It's so good. But like, I just don't, I don't think they'd enjoy watching any of like the Nolan Batmans. They wouldn't like the Batman. No. Like that shit's dark as fuck. It's super dark. It's like a noir. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We did watch, we were watching the um, Harley Quinn animated show on HBO. Oh, that's cool. Um and the kids were kind of in and out of that one, but they seem to be kind of into it. Um there's lots of that's swears true. and stuff yeah. on that though, that show, so. No, no for sure, we, yeah. It's so hard nowadays. Yeah. yeah. We don't I've, both of my kids have a bit of a bit of a mouth on them because of us. <laughs> we're like, "Let's yeah, you know, that's, that's a grown-up word. Please don't say that <laughs> at school." <laughs> it happens, man. I feel you. Yeah. We have like a detailed uh
1: list of like what they can say where they can say <laughs> we're gonna have to can't say do something ever. like that <laughs> right what they might hear but can't yes, say yes <laughs> you know what i mean and now it's like which shows it's like oh shit like yeah though it just will be the subtext yeah you know yeah. it's not even the words; it's like the subtext yeah we're trying to watch stranger things oh, yeah. and like my daughter is 11 and so she's like yeah this is perfectly totally upper Apparently, but like you know, for my son, I'm like, I don't know, yeah. this is
0: scary, <laughs> and like it's suggestive. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's smoking. Also, oh, yeah, just smoking Fucking, cigarettes. I heard that's that they can do stop. that on Netflix because they don't have the same uh, rules as like TV does, and so that's okay. why you see a yeah. lot more smoking on Netflix. Which well, it's real.
1: I mean, if you're gonna do a period, be sure. sure. Well, yeah, like, yeah, and God. that. <laughs> yeah, you know, like my dad. I grew up a house. My dad just yeah. like smoking yeah. all, ain't all smoking. the time. <laughs> No, it's like, I think outside generally, but still like yeah.
0: cigarettes were so like pervasive yeah. in our lives when we were kids. You yeah. Know? Like everywhere. You got the smoking section or yeah. non-smoking in your, in your restaurants and stuff. In the airplane. In the I airplane. In the airplane. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, I never, it's crazy. I didn't talk. fly on an airplane until that was done. I don't think.
1: Uh, I used to go to Sri Lanka every summer. Oh, okay. When I was a kid, Uh so like I would fly like across the entire country, Mm -hmm. and like this is international flights in Europe and Asia. Everybody smokes. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, So the whole back section of the plane would be like fucking casino. Dang. (laughs) Fucking casino. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It was like Thunder Valley or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy.
0: All right, let's fucking let's talk about Primus. Let's get into it. Um. Like I said at the top of the episode, we're going to do it a little differently. I don't have any notes except for the word corn. I don't know. If, uh, Lush, <laughs> did you take any notes on this? Uh, I
1: have very sparse okay. notes as well, but uh, so I can, I can follow the lead.
0: What I thought might be fun instead, uh, I do have things I want to talk about and things I want to say. Um, sure, sure. But be, I thought it'd be fun to watch some videos and maybe some live footage. Um, Hell yeah. And just kind of fuck around and and see see what happens. Absolutely. I guess we can't. We kind of already talked about our our individual histories a little bit with Primus. Did you ever listen to them at all, like in the nineties or? So you know, one thing with
1: Primus is that, and I think like with our generation, kind of growing up back then, is. You just kinda had your bands. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you liked bands and then some you didn't. And for me, it was generally because like I didn't have this CD or had this CD. yes you know, we didn't have Spotify. Yes. We didn't have like you could just access everything. Mm-hmm. You just like what you had, what your friends had, yeah. and maybe like, you know, people around you or whatever. Um so Primus was never really my band, but being in bands since I was a kid, mm-hmm. like every bass player. That I ever played with, it was Les Claypool, band, right? Les Claypool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, wi- like without a doubt, yeah. like if you played in a band or you were around like musical kids, like the bass dude would be trying to learn Primus, yeah. you know, yeah. and like, and also just extolling the virtues of Primus, <laughs> like this is the greatest band ever yeah. because yeah. they're so bass centric, and you know, and like, so my whole life I've just I've been around them. Sure, sure. I've heard almost all, like, you sent me the five songs. Mm-hmm. I'd heard almost all of them, actually. Oh, one really? One, like, I hadn't really heard, or two I hadn't really heard. Uh. I'd kind of liked the most or whatever. Okay. But okay. maybe that's part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I've heard all these songs. Yeah. But the very first time, and, like, so I never became, like, a fan. Mm-hmm. But I never thought they were, like, lame. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I thought they were, like, cool. Like, they're, like, good. Like, they play good. It's just not my thing. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And one of the first times I'd ever like put more to them was uh, when they were on Beavis and Butthead. They're on like one of the first couple of seasons of Beavis and Butthead uh-huh, uh-huh. and it's the song DMV. Okay. okay. And they watch the video and then I can't, that'd be a great thing to look up, probably yes. is Beavis and Butthead DMV. <laughs> no? uh, but I remember seeing that and like being like, Oh, that's kind of interesting, and I remember laughing. It would be with some butthead, of course, that. of course, <laughs> like, yes. yeah. Like this is great, Um but they're a band that like the players love, right? Yes, like,
0: that's he, so. Uh, I, I, you saw that I reached out on on Facebook and Instagram uh-huh, to kind yeah. of get a, a a gauge on on why people like Primus, um, right? Right, because. The answer is always be, because of Les Claypool, because of the bass. And I get that. It's really fucking good. Right. But I kind of want to look at through some of these answers and see a lot of people like it was a band they got into early on in the 90s mm. and it has that nostalgia for It's kind of like you said, like I have nostalgia for a lot of the albums I had on cassette and CD back in the 90s. Mm that I just happened, those were the ones I happened to get. And if I had grabbed different CDs or or whatever, if I had, if I had ever picked up like the lookout green day stuff after I, after Dookie came out, I would have, I would have much more draw to those albums, but I really don't. I go Dookie and a couple albums after that. So that, that was kind of a lot of it was like, um, let's see. Matthew Caddy, Katie, the photographer, he said he's been a fan since he's like 12 when Pork Soda came out and just like mm-hmm. really into them. And he got the chance to photograph uh Jell-Bioffa and ob offer Les Claypool together, which is fucking rad. That is rad. I knew John Bafis was going <laughs> to uh, reply or reply to this at some point because he seems like he's... He makes weird music, so of course he's yeah, yeah, into totally. this. Yeah, you know, he's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. I was like reading that yeah. comment, and of- the, this one dude, Skyler, <laughs> was like, "Oh, I just saw Primus the other night, and uh, and I went because Battles opened. The music is pretty disgusting." And John was like, "Curious to hear about it. What disgusts you?" <laughs> and he was like, "I'm not trying. Sorry, sorry. I'm not trying to be mean or whatever. <laughs> I'm just curious." Yes. That's funny. <laughs> That is
1: pretty funny. Um, I I do love Battles, too. Battles.
0: battles. <laughs> and I was trying to think of, like, because uh, another friend of mine, Andy, on Instagram said he feels like they were the last weird band from the CD era to get mm. popular, like, legit popular. Um, I could see that. And I was trying I to think of, that. like, because yeah. I like weird music. I just never got into these. Sure. Like, Battles is a pretty good example, especially... Like the first one, like my my. Uh, when I think of battles, I think of weird bar, weird bar, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. totally. fucking weird yeah. as hell. And like, I like a lot of math rock where it's these weird time mm. signatures and. Um, someone, I, I put on something at, at Dimple one time, and uh, one of my coworkers was like, "Can we not listen to this? It sounds like somebody trying to learn how to play guitar." <laughs> <laughs> That's, <all. laughs> I love that. That's so so yeah i don't know it's it's interesting to to get like it's either i grew up with them and i i still appreciate them and can listen to them every once in a while or people getting really deep into them being really fucking talented
1: yeah like the technicality of yeah. it and uh no, I see that. And this was like a time where, I mean, that, of course, has always existed. But, you
0: know, this was like not a novelty, but this is
1: not a lot of band sounded like this. No, you know? especially
0: I mean. in the early 90s. And I feel like they inspired, I, I feel like they inspired new metal. A hundred percent. And that, yeah. that's why I wrote "Corn" down on the, on the first song, because like, the the intro to the first song is just like um, like Ride Bell happening. It sounds exactly like Blind by Corn. Mm, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but like the 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 weird shit the guitar does, the weird shit the bass does. Although no one, I mean, there's some talented people in the new metal scene or whatever, but no one could ever touch like what Les Claypool does because he's doing this weird shit and singing at the same time right but like the and the tone of the snare like it's it's that's a new metal snare through and through mm-hmm. uh
1: totally totally
0: and like a lot of other bands like like deftones started out very funk adjacent and then moved more sure into what they sure sound like today and
1: i kept thinking of uh after, as listening to this playlist mm-hmm. uh i kept thinking of like system of a down yeah yeah totally which is not a band i'm super into but like you can like hear the influence. yeah yeah You can can see the the line between the two. (laughs) Like, that dude fucking loved Leslie Paul, for sure, Mm -hmm. you know? And just, like, uh, it's hard for me, and I don't... I think, like, the elephant in the room for me with a band like Primus Mm -hmm. is, like, how serious is it? Like, that, it's hard for me to not put them in the same category as, like go yes yeah or mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. even like faith no More. yeah like there's a certain gimmickiness yeah, yeah maybe and i'm not trying to like shit on totally. them by any totally. means but just me as like a listener where like there's only a certain level of seriousness i can take them there yeah
0: for. Ab- you know what i'm Ab- saying no absolutely like i feel like that is definitely something that as a listener, I would put them on and hear his voice and then be like, yeah, I don't, I don't like this. That's how I felt about System of a Down uh, mm, as well. Totally, totally. And then Dante yeah. gave them to me for this podcast and now I fucking love mm. System of a Down. <laughs> I love that. That's uh, I love that, yeah. Because I paid attention. And I appreciate Primus more now because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I read what their songs were about. Like the first song, Too Many Puppies, is an anti-war song.
1: <laughs> sure. Right. Which, right. Yeah, I got that from that a little bit. Yeah. And like,
0: my right. name is mud, which I'm always just like, you know, since 90, whatever, when that came out, I was just like, every few years I would just get, my name is mud. Like <laughs> go through sure, my head totally. or well, why don't I was <laughs> big brown beaver. Like just out sure, of nowhere, sure, just yeah. go through my head. Yeah. I don't know what that, what my name is mud is about uh, a murder, like a true crime kind of, kind of thing. From what I gathered,
1: that's probably the first song that I like, yeah, knew from them, you know, mm-hmm. like stuck with me back then and like in the 90s or whatever. They have
0: songs about drug abuse and and addiction, and uh, sure, it's a lot deeper than what is on the surface.
1: I definitely, I, I, yes, I feel that too. Um, from listening from listening to these five songs, actually, and paying more attention and seeing their tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm right? Like their lyrics are like, but I think it's because of the delivery, like the coupling of the yeah, two, like the yeah. delivery makes it, and I'm not like, again, like, I'm not trying to like hit on them. I just, it, that is hard for me inherently. Yes. Right? I, like, uh, part of me wants to be like, your bare naked lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, no, what I'm saying. like, I'm like I'm you like, might as well be smash mouth. <laughs> you know, you know, like I, but, <clears throat> I don't know that's like a genre in itself mm-hmm. i think and i don't want to like discount like you know um because i guess you could like weigh that argument on a
0: lot of bands mm-hmm. if you wanted to be like well the sex pistols are a fucking yeah joke and a parody i'm like well you can't really argue with yeah, that you yeah, yeah. i mean? like i never didn't feel embarrassed listening to this in the car because i mostly listen mm. to it in the car uh um, sure sure <laughs> uh <laughs> Han, my son Han was. Where's
1: like, the Miranda Lambert?
0: Like this is actually worse than the Miranda Lambert listening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bump Miranda Lambert all day. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> at least, at least uh, th- four of the five songs um, on Miranda Lambert. I, I yeah, I never didn't feel like a like a tinge of. If somebody mm. I know walks by, somebody that I respect too much walks by, I'm going to turn this down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Yes, I feel that.
0: I feel that, uh, definitely. But yeah, this, even though I like kind of gather, I have more respect for them now. I'm getting, sure. we're kind of getting into too much of like overall thoughts, which is, which is fine. No, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I have a lot more respect for them now, especially Les Claypool, because like I always knew he was a great bass player because like you said every bass player I've ever met has not been able to stop talking about him um, Sure, sure yes yeah. Les Claypool, Neil Pert, and because I, I grew up with punk uh, Matt Freeman like nobody ever shut up about those three yes <laughs> of
1: course right
0: but yeah I just I have a lot more respect for them now I can't see myself having the urge to put on a Primus album ever though hmm Mm. you know.
1: Okay, yes. I feel you on that.
0: I you know, and
1: I don't want to get too generalized about it like you said, but uh I did have, I also had kind of a bit of a a softening yeah. to them through listening to this mm. and uh I agree. I might not like go seek it out, but what I would what you know, I definitely I'd like to hear more in a weird way, sure. which I didn't think I'd really say. Like, I'm like kind of like interested to sure. like hear other shit, yeah, you know, yeah. from them maybe. Um, and I guess that's kind of the point of what, what, we're, do- it, totally, what we're doing. Totally. Totally. Right. Yeah. Is to like, yeah.
0: Hey everybody. Editing Danny here. Uh, we had some issues with watch together where the volume was really low and I couldn't figure out how to fix it in a timely manner. So we just, Watch the videos still, but I can honestly only remember a couple times where we were paying attention. So yeah, it'll be kind of a hodgepodge of what we normally do, and us talking about live videos and stuff, which we did a little bit. But anyway, without further ado, enjoy, or don't. So yeah, the the intro, that like ride that they're hitting on, the first time mm. I heard it, I was just waiting for someone to come in. Or you ride. Uh
1: this is great though. This is like a legendary song from them. Is it really? Oh yeah. Damn. Yeah. This one is like this is like the primus dudes to be
0: like, this is the, this one. is the one. Right.
1: I'm also very like the album art is super. Like, I know the album art more than a song. The sure. Songs, sure. You know, just from like my friends and stuff. I'm like sailing the seas. Of cheese. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I remember that album cover and pork soda. Yeah. And, like, you know, like uh, what came with it, but yeah.
0: Yeah. They always have very, I mentioned spike and Mike earlier, but like it, their album covers are like a Spike and Mike <laughs> movie or something like that. Uh, totally. Totally. Yes, absolutely.
1: Now, is this like, are they three pieces? They are, a three piece. This is Larry. I know, like, he's a legend, too. Yeah. The guitar player is legendary in um, some of the stuff he's done. Even just like, I got really into, like, guitar effects, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. for a while. I think as all guitar players sure. will. Yes. Um, And he's definitely, like, kind of legendary yeah.
0: for his... His setup and his tone and just Mm -hmm. like the,
1: you know, uniqueness of it.
0: Do you have anything uh, specific on Too Many Puppies that you wanted to?
1: Well, you know what? Okay, like as the first song in the place Mm -hmm. and as if you're listening to it and this is the thing about Mm Prince, you either love the bass (laughs) or you don't. Yes. Right. So for me, this one's hard because I'm like, he's giving it to you. This is like, this is what you're going to get. Not in every song, but you know, like this kind of like the bass as a guitar in a way. Yeah, totally. is The bass as a rhythm guitar. I mean, they're like, and I I just don't know. (laughs) I don't really like, it doesn't, I love bass. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) I love bass. So like for me, this isn't necessarily like good bass, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like automatically I'm like, I don't know if I like yes, this. yeah, You know what I mean? Like I don't know if the thing that everyone likes about this, if I inherently like this, mm-hmm. you know? And I think throughout the journey of the five songs we'll get through, but like it's, it. you know, you're getting different shades of it, but this is like the primus like bass tone in a way. And I think it's a great like, barometer of it it's like show it's like this is what you're yeah, getting, yeah, yeah, you get yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and uh, and I just don't know I, <laughs> I don't know if it's
0: like doing it I, I totally agree it's the the bass tone especially when it's like on the verses and it's clean not when they get heavy when it gets heavy it's cool mm-hmm. the bass tone when it's clean is trash <laughs> mm, right right <laughs> I but, it, it, I mean, at the same time, that bass tone, it it doesn't sound good to me, but it is the Primus bass tone. When I th- think of Primus thing, bass, yeah. I think of that, like, yeah. like, like, that kind of... Yeah. High. It's, like it's high. very high. Yeah. It's obviously very slappy and stuff, because he does a lot of slapping, but it's not a... The slapping didn't bother me as much as it does with, like, the way Flea plays bass. Yeah, right, Um, right. Because I I don't like that kind of stuff either. There's something about the tone of the bass that just sounds like practice amp to me.
1: Mm, mm, Uh, Yeah. And I'm a big... I just feel bass is so important. Yeah. You know, low end. And even like as I become a better producer and just like... But also to appreciate Mm -hmm. it throughout, like even in old music and stuff like just the low end's important yeah. and it speaks to something like in human beings, mm-hmm. you know, that moves us or heartbeat, whatever it is, like combined with the kick drum, there's something like organic yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. you know? And, and so then that's like, you know, that's what I'm always kind of searching mm-hmm. for. So I don't, but as I listen to a lot of these songs, I'm like, you know, there's definitely like also a backing bass track, <laughs> like a lower. Bass I almost bass, wish there, I don't know on. if there
0: is, uh, maybe not on this one. I don't know, but on some maybe there the might be. Yeah, there is. might be. I I almost wish they had just like a bass player like off stage playing root notes the whole time or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Just to yeah, like yeah, to give it that. fill things in. But I mm. I also appreciate that they are still just a three piece band. Hundred. You know, because you've got like Absolutely. yeah Green Day or like Blink One Eighty Two will often have another person off stage or or like off to the side. Uh, Green Day will have the same thing. Alkaline Trio is not a trio. (laughs) And I get why they do that, Uh, especially Green Day and Blink, because they've never had that great of a guitar player. (laughs) Um, Right, right. Good in his own way, but kind of, well, anyway. Um, I get why they do that, it fills in the sound. It gives Billy Joe like the opportunity to, to play with the crowd more and stuff. Right. Right. Um, of course. Right. But there's something that is very cool about this band that I, they're not on the same level as green day. I don't think mm. as far as reach goes, but I think, Primus is always going to be kind of a stadium band. They're not going to be playing Ace of Spades if Primus comes to no, town. Right. Well, they are coming to town. They're playing Memorial, which makes sense. I but I could also see them playing at Golden One, and being totally sure, fine. Sure. You know. Absolutely. So. Um, or like
1: back in the day, was their New Year's Eve thing in San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah. Legendary. Yeah. You know, like that's like oh, that's when they played like a special like huge yeah, thing in the yeah, city yeah. You know, every year.
0: Yeah. But like I said I I just appreciate that they're still just a three-piece band with not the extra stuff. And like almost like a real three like
1: yeah. Like think about Primus how like they're so bass heavy and bass centric and like so many people will say well we're inspired by the bass first mm-hmm. sound and things. And then think about like this late like a later generation of bands that uh it was like where like Occam's razoring that now it's just a duo like the White Stripes. Mm-hmm. Like we don't even have a yeah, bass player, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just me and this guy. But their most famous fucking song is Seven Nation Army, which is like a bass uh, Basically right? a bass <laughs> Yeah. Which <laughs> like, yeah, is like the greatest, like the best bass ever. But like that's like their whole like thing. And like, but they're still like working this aesthetic of like we're a two piece. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I think that um Primus is a true like look primus is like a power trio a true one. yeah yeah i mean like one of the maybe the last ones mm-hmm. if you think about it mm-hmm. um where like and they're not the first base centric power trio right? no because like, i guess rush I mean, is rush better, is right? a power and trio like the sure. original the greatest yeah. and uh the police sure think about the police yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean like another fantastic power trio mm-hmm. super tight base first in a way you know? yeah um and that alone yeah i that that It speaks volumes to be able to pull that off and, um, and the power of like the power tree. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It is great. It is inspiring. And it's like what every like kid
0: wants to do, right? (laughs) The simplest way, like only two other guys, you know, make it happen. Okay. So this real quick here, we're talking about them kind of overall feeling kind of thin, I guess Mm. is is maybe what I'm getting at. Um, but when they get heavy it sounds really fucking cool and the kind of after the whole intro of the thing and everything comes in before the vocals come in though it kind of shows them getting heavy and the first time i listened to this song once i got corn out of my head <laughs> i was like oh shit really, this right. is actually really heavy um so i'm going to play yeah. just a little bit of that <laughs> I mean that's that's like a metal riff. I never even that is a straight up metal riff. Yeah, I never thought of them as a metal band, but that's kind of where they came from. They came from like the thrash mm. metal world, apparently. Sure. And yeah. People yeah. will describe them as funk metal. Um, definitely. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But
1: yeah, and, if, and Larry's Larry's playing is like very
0: yeah very
1: heavy, very like palm muty. <laughs> absolutely which is cool because the metal guys like when i was in high school mm-hmm. the metal dudes loved primus too right yeah yeah they were a crossover band the metal dudes didn't really like i don't know like they liked mr bungle and mm-hmm. and primus like they're real. yeah yeah they're fucking metal yeah. you know what i
0: mean but like
1: <laughs> that's i mean that is that that tells you something
0: yeah you yeah know? They like the weird shit. They like the stuff that uh, has that technicality to it. Because I feel like a lot of metalheads sure. get really. I mean, that's when I started getting into like listening to music technically was when I started getting into metal, uh, and mm. and math mm-hmm. rock too. But more sure. when I was getting into metal and like really paying attention to to stuff and being able to appreciate things more. And with like with this band. Uh, um, one of the other things I wanted to point out on, I think all of these songs, but was that you always hear about Primus being like this bass band, like, Mm. uh, you know, Les Claypool and his amazing bass techniques and all the cool stuff he plays. And he, and he totally does. But like for me anyway, as, as a completely, I couldn't even call myself a casual fan as, as a novice or whatever, I never heard mention of the guitar playing or the drumming and, Uh, Mm. both of those are really fucking rad. There's some really, really cool drum fills. Yeah, absolutely. And some really cool like guitar stuff that happens on Uh, this.
1: Yeah. For me, the guitar stuff, especially and like, like we were talking about earlier, um, getting in the guitar pedal world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's, he's kind of a legend. Like he's, you know, like he had a simple setup, but even just like the, uh, with the wa the crybaby. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he was kind of one of the first dudes to really <laughs> use the wa pedal like in this kind of yeah. like, thing, you know? And then like bands like Regiant's Machine or whatever at the like you know, mm-hmm. like it became such a thing synonymous with it. But yeah, he's definitely like an underground legend kind of in the guitar world Yeah, Larry Lalonde. Um and again, I didn't really know about that too much until I started getting into pedalism, mm-hmm. like just learning mm-hmm. about this this kind of like secret history or whatever of guitar players. Totally. And, um he's very, very well respected. And I think like with bands like this, like we're talking about these technical power trios, uh the other two members got they can't be slouches either. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like like Stuart Copeland and Andy Summers from the police or, you know, like Two of the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like and like like it just to keep up with with a powerhouse kind of player yeah. like that, I guess you kind of have to um be surrounding by a supporting cast or, totally or, or the band of gypsies or you know totally. what I mean? Like they have to be up there with the band, yeah. yeah,
0: with the player. Somewhere around here. I'm gonna start it at 155. some of the fucking rad guitar shit that's happening here is is very interesting. Um, so let's hear that. Little many boys! Oh, yeah, that was a great. That's Solos. Yeah, I just He's did. a good player. He's really fucking good. I didn't expect to hear anything like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I thought it was just going to be like power chords and then like Les Claypool just going nuts for right. 30 minutes right. or whatever. But, you know, like even with the solo, it's like not
1: yeah fucking like masturbatory, like showy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, And like here's where you run into like, yeah, he's kind of a genius because like you could you could try to like keep up with Mm less you could try to like do like also like grab the spotlight but instead he's it's it's a bit like muted and uh subtle yeah but really noisy and like sound it's almost like mars volta solo (laughs) yeah yeah, i mean like it's 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 not like this like a bunch of 16th notes and shit, you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, Like yeah. you would from this era where the guitar player would, that's what they would be doing mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. in this kind of scenario. That, that's, that's really great. That's a good, that's a good. Yeah. Thing.
0: But at the end of that though, not my favorite song on the playlist. Mm, yeah, yeah. A bit for sure. I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, when I read that it was, uh, like an anti-war song and then I started to understand like, Oh, okay. Puppies. It's like young soldiers. Okay. I get it. Mm. I get it. But when it comes down to it, I don't like his voice.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's like strident in a way. Like it, I feel that with this one. Like it's, it's a little annoying. Yeah. (laughs) I I just can't get it.
0: Like there's plenty of dumb sounding voices. Like I love Coheed and Cambria. Mm. And I get that their singer is super annoying, but <laughs> unconditional love for Claudio Sanchez. But
1: there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I I could listen to him play this guy, um, Les Claypool. I could listen to him play bass. The bass playing is cool. Although I don't like the tone all the time. But as soon as he starts singing, I'm just like, Ugh. Ugh.
2: Yeah.
1: he loses. It, it loses me. And this one is, yeah, it's, it's like that. I remember even being young and being mm-hmm. like, "It's an earworm. It'll get stuck in your yes. head." Like, yes. but not for like a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember being young and the like, uh, too many puppies. <laughs> like, where he like does like the little stutters. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. always in my head. So I could always be thinking of that. Uh, and 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 it did it again. Listen to his place. there was moments listening to his place. I'm like. Why are you doing yeah. this to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why are you putting <laughs> these songs in my fucking head? <laughs> I'm like, God damn it.
0: Uh, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go. This next song was the only one I, I recognized. Um, mm. And I think somebody on my Facebook comments, somebody commented that it was in a Tony Hawk game. And so I'm like, oh, okay. That's why I know this. Oh, uh, yes.
1: Yes. I think you're right. Yes.
0: So the next song is Jerry was a Race Car Driver. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna try watch together again. I'm hoping the okay, we can hear it. but this is uh, live on MTV Halloween. Yeah, that's pretty decent. We can make that work. Better. Yeah. This was the first bass line where I was like, this is fucking rad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this is a great bass line. And I really like what the guitar is doing right here, too. Just kind of this, uh, like, shreddy lead or something. Look at it, look at his. I know. That's why I wanted to watch this video, because just watching (laughs) him. (laughs) not look at his bass at all <laughs> while he's singing this. Unbelievable. It's, it's, it's a four string, right? It's, it's and it's only a four string. Strings, right? I was expecting yeah, like an yeah, yeah. uh, eight string or something. <laughs> the neck looks huge. Yeah, and you, like, it might line. be like baritone or, or something like that. But... Yeah, this is definitely... I mean... I 110% appreciate the technique that goes into that and the skill that goes right. into that.
1: Sure. And this one, this is another earworm. This is mm-hmm. one that like would stick with yeah. you. And I, I know this one from when I was a kid yeah. too. This is like, you know, this is a famous one. Um, again, one of my only, you know, gripe I have with this one is uh, the gimmicky nature. Yep. Yeah, the the southern thing mm-hmm. <laughs> that it like, I'm, I'm not like that doesn't do it for me. Like, <laughs> you from the thing. fucking
0: Bay Area in California. Well, for, aren't they from like Petaluma? <laughs> yeah. The video for I've this always song is being filmed from Petaluma. at uh, Petaluma Theater or Phoenix Theater,
1: which is rad, which is yeah. rad. That's fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah.
0: And that's like that is in a way.
1: It's hard for me to not like this band. Just me being such like a regional, yeah, yeah. like biased person. Yeah. Like, oh, they're like kind of from here, and like, yeah. we've always kind of known, you know, like, mm. oh, Primus is competitive. That's there. why
0: there's so many uh, videos of them playing at Cattle Club back in the day.
1: Ah, there you go. Yeah, totally, totally. So there's like a connection in there, and that's that's part of it.
0: But again, that's like for
1: me, just being me, like. I'm like, well, what's up with the southern shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, like, from like here, yeah, yeah, you know? Like,
0: I don't, like, and I get it, but it's going to be hard it's for It's like when you me, f- you, know? you we'll find play, out like, Cretan's Clearwater Revival is from Berkeley. Like, wait, exactly. wait, what? They were right. born on the bayou. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> right, no, they're born on Lodi. And Lodi is the one <laughs> you used to be looking at. <laughs> oh,
1: no. But, yeah, this is, uh, I, and also, like, we were talking about, we did the, 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 Mm pavement podcasting there's definitely like this like 90s slacker kind of thing going on it's so 90s
0: this and that gives me like I like that you know (laughs) (laughs) I I guess I can't say this something like this wouldn't happen today but there's this is Mm. just a 90s thing it's such a 90s thing totally yeah
1: now which album is this one on Jerry's uh that's
0: on sailing the seas of cheese
1: Which was like their like major label debut. I
0: believe so. Uh, Was Frizzle Fry on a major? I don't know. Oh no no yeah, I think you're right. Because Frizzle Fry is their first full length album. Right, Um, right. But this was big for them. This 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 is like the first big album.
1: Mm. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And and like this song particularly, Mm. I feel like put them on the map kind of, and like was was their song. I mean, like got them touring, I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot with big bands and, um, it's synonymous with an air. Yeah. It yeah. Is, it's definitely like this one and a uh, DMV, like mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, I kind of put together. Okay. Maybe it's okay. the car. Sure. 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 But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jerry's uh, got to register uh, that I, race car before he can <laughs> get out yeah, there. <laughs> drove so goddamn fast. Uh, but
0: you know, how did, how do you feel about this one? I, I like the song. Um, I uh, I still appreciate the technique and stuff more than listening to the song itself, you know? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of other songs on here that I like a bit more, mm. but this was the one where it's not as goofy as Too Many Puppies. Like, Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Because right. like this song, uh, like Too Many Puppies, my son was like, did he just say puppies? What is he talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's it's still goofy and stuff like just the way it comes out of his mouth. Jerry was a race car driver, like goofy as fuck. Right. But right, right, right. But I dig it. I like the baseline. I like the guitar work, and I I like now that it's like uh, makes me think of Tony Hawk. Cause I love I love mm, those games. That's,
1: absolutely, yeah. And the songs would get you yeah, every time, yeah. you know. It's like that. I mean, I still do that with video mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm. Like totally, totally my favorite
0: part. <laughs> Let's see. This was the only like cool video. Like they had a music video for this song. We could watch a little bit of that. I just like that it's at yeah. the Phoenix Theater. It's like I've been there. Yeah, that, that that is I amazing. played there. As hell yeah. super goofy
1: i remember this do video. you
0: so, yes
1: absolutely this might have also been obvious in my head the
0: fucking 90s man it's so
1: weird these videos are so weird uh, this is like everything those mm-hmm. videos like this man like a whole upbringing <laughs> no. <laughs> like, what's even the point of that uh, You don't
0: even come back to it. Like, you, you just <laughs> no. see the the nachos on the ground, but you don't come back to that guy at all. You just get Les Claypool in his weird outfit. <laughs> this is a weird look for him, too.
1: Without like, the to, to go yeah. to, the beard.
0: Apparently, a lot of the the racing footage was from a track that's near Petaluma. Oh no yeah. way! I So I don't know. I, I appreciate the like the hometown video, you know. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. This is like Papa Roach last. Visit. Totally, totally. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> oh mm. richmond they're from like the richmond area i think is where they're, where they're oh yeah
1: i saw so. that yeah it's at elsa bronco yeah yeah which i don't really like i just always thought pedaling mm-hmm. but i guess that's more like east bay yeah it's all the same the- <laughs>
0: um all right we don't have to watch the whole video any other thoughts on on jerry no
1: you know that's about it i just uh, um I definitely this, I think this has the most Southern twang to yeah. it. That is, was a thing for me. Like, it's not that I don't like it, but it's not, again, it's, it's hard for me to like fully embrace mm-hmm. it and like relate, you know, like, I don't know. It just, it has a bit of a gimmicky quality. It's a good song. I mean, the rhythms, yeah. rhythms good. And I see why so many people are into mm-hmm. it. Of course. Um, and I know we'll talk more about nostalgia because that that's a big part of yeah, all this, you yeah. know? That's a big and it's hard when I think about we talk about like this was my band or it wasn't, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like I liked Rage Against the Machine, okay. you know? And I'm sure you could like somebody could pick it apart. Uh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and be like, This is so corny or whatever. <laughs> but uh yeah, I, I think that's that that's a big part mm-hmm, of it for me. It's just it, it's never really struck me, but I definitely respect this one. I definitely respect this song.
0: Well, let's move on then to our next song, uh, Harold on the rocks, or of the rocks, of the rocks.
1: It was a.
0: Now which album was this one also? This is off of Frizzle Fry. Ah, I gotcha.
1: Now for me, I I really like this song. Yeah. This was my favorite song oh, okay. out okay. of the playlist. Actually. Yeah. I'd never heard it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was maybe part of it. Sure, sure. So I didn't really have I wasn't colored, you know, um, by my perception of it coming in. Mm-hmm. I like this one. Yeah. This is Maybe it's more accessible. I a think so, bit. yeah. But it's funky. <laughs> yeah. I like the bass in this. I more like the bass tone. Like I Like I you know, like it makes me want to like like bob my head. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. and like a lot of the other shit doesn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like totally like it just like I don't like it doesn't like it doesn't have that actual rhythm, Yeah, I yeah. Kinda like you know. But this one, it, it did. It has a
0: bounce and like it's funky. It's very funky. It's I feel like it's more straightforward than some of the other songs. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. I'm not a big fan of the bump bump bump. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, the tone yeah, of it
0: yeah. is a yeah. little grating. It is
1: a little, yeah, it's a bit strident. Uh, another one about the, another thing about this song though, I will say, I really, like the, I like the lyrics for this. Oh, song. really? Yeah. Probably the most out of all the other okay, songs okay. that we did on this playlist. <laughs> because I like how the lyrics are weird as fuck, don't really make sense, but like you can follow the narrative. You just, it's on a bender with this weird dude he's never met before, <laughs> right? And they're like they're friends, yeah. and then they go uh see school ed, which I thought yeah, was yeah. yeah. I love I love school ed. <laughs> like that's like real Philadelphia hip hop yeah. shit, like the 80s. Uh now I like the I l- lyrically much more my cup of tea than like too many puppies. Sure, sure, sure. Or uh even Jerry, yeah. where it's like too many puppies is like too heavy-handed with like the symbolism mm-hmm. the war stuff and Jerry was a race car driver is too irreverent. Sure. Uh but this is like irreverent but like clandestine. Yeah. Like you who knows. Yeah. Like I like more open-ended things lyrically and I I, I found myself really gravitating to the song sure. out of the fire okay, and okay. being like this is kind of the one I like and uh the one that made me want to hear more okay, in okay. a good way, you know. Like oh Very cool. what what else could they do? Yeah. Awesome. What were your thoughts on this one?
0: This one, honestly, is was kind of skippable for me. Mm, I think because gotcha. of the bum bum bum, it kind mm. of rubbed me the wrong way. Like even too many puppies, like is goofy as hell, but I could still kind of get into it a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there is mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of cool guitar stuff that that happens in this song, though. So
1: this one's definitely more like noodly. Yeah, like they're like. They're showing... Not showing off, but, like, it gets a little mm-hmm. jammy, yeah. you know, at times. Um Which generally isn't my favorite mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, like, a big, like, jammy yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. like, thing guy. But uh this is somewhat controlled. It, it's definitely, like, a period piece, too. sure. Of, sure. like, music from this
0: All era. All of this of like, is just a glimpse of the 90s, man.
1: <laughs> it really is. And I think... Look, I think part of that... Is the draw for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, not just the nostalgia, but like the the purity of it in a way. Yeah. That, and maybe we're being like old guys, but like, <laughs> what? Like, there's something about it that's like pure. Where uh, I don't get that sometimes with the new music. Totally. You know. Totally. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go too down a rabbit hole, but like, I just watched the like David Letterman, Billie Eilish.
0: Oh like the David Letterman the interview thing. Billie oh, Eilish. I want to watch that. Yeah. I have
1: not watched that yet. It was yeah. good. And I actually like really like Billie. Yeah, Eilish. yeah, yeah. But She's I will great. say this. After watching this, it's not that I don't like Billie Eilish as Uh-oh. much, but there was a bit of like a disconnect for me. Like, and I don't want to sound like an old guy, but like they're really talking about like their process of like recording and writing songs. And I just felt like, ah, there's like a bit of like authenticity like not there. Mm-hmm. You know, in some way, and of course, she's like a giant pop star, and like, but it's less about her per se, but like the process of like making a song or making yourself an artist, right? And what it entails in this day and age of like social media and like the whole thing. And so like, even something like that, like makes me think like, fuck, that's kind of sick. Like would Primus like exist today? (laughs) (laughs) Like probably not like in this era, like, you know, like not on the same level, I don't think. No and like I just think like the freedom for even a band like Primus to exist mm-hmm. even though I'm not really into them is cool mm-hmm. and like comes from like a a a, a f- like a blank canvas in yeah. a way where you could do a lot of shit and see what stuck and um, I don't I'm not a huge Primus guy but you know like doing this podcast made me think of this band a lot um, the Butthole Surfers.
0: Oh sure sure. I fucking love
1: the butthole surfers. And like, I chose them over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can like one of these. Yeah, weird yeah, bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I was like, give me butthole surfers.
0: I think I only know like maybe a couple songs. Obviously like the, there was the big single in the nineties. I can't remember what it's called, mm, but yeah, maybe a couple other songs that, that I know, but like not much.
1: Great band. And like, kind of like similar in ways, I think like, Gibby Haynes kind of looks like less people <laughs> at times, like with the look and shit. Yeah. You know, like I think more melodic. I think they're like a more melodic band, mm-hmm. but also very like idiosyncratic and kind of angular and weird, like this band. But uh, I don't know. I just I think maybe I chose them at that time. But again, like that band, would a band called the Butthole Surfers come out today and be like, yeah. you know, I
0: don't no, know, not
1: like, so much. Know? Like there is a purity to the gr- and the, the grind, yeah. like we've done in bands and like these guys are playing Bojangles, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and like, and now, and, um, and yeah, I, I definitely see that. Yeah. I definitely like, I cherish that in any kind totally. of this area, totally. I think. Let's
0: go with the next song here. Let's do uh, it. American Life. <laughs> is this one off this is on the cheese album as well so 91 mm. this might be my favorite song i like this one playlist. too. Is, was like this, this one you one knew before too. no and i think
1: that again like adds to it like, yeah this one and the last one i didn't really know and uh this like opened up something for me with them like oh i didn't really know they could do this yeah yeah, yeah. like kind of lane, you know mm-hmm
2: mm-hmm
0: Let's watch a bit of this video here. American life alive. This is a pretty good quality one. His method of playing this one kind of blows me away because he's like his his strumming hand is just like doing this (laughs) like casually up and down rhythm. But his, his fretting hand is just kind of going all over the place, and it's, I don't know, it's, I've never seen anyone play bass the way he does, and I don't know, it's very cool.
1: I, you know, we were talking earlier about, like, math, mm-hmm. and like, I, I'm not a huge, like, I don't know the entire, like, sure, mythology and chronology of how it came about, but I this band's gotta be an influence, right? I mean, I, I would they, not be surprised Especially to some of the bass and stuff I mean, mm-hmm. they just It's very idiosyncratic yeah. It's very, like, not your normal tone or sound Yeah It shouldn't work <laughs> It shouldn't work. I mean, I think that's a big thing with Primus. It's not supposed to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have a great voice. It sings very (laughs) strangely. It's just very strange. Uh But it somehow works.
0: Yeah. It somehow works, obviously, with their fan base. It works really well. They were extremely influential uh, on bands that aren't as good, for the most part. Um, I don't know. I feel like... Every late 90s new metal band was a fan of Primus. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Look
2: at his pedal board, even yeah. sparse. there's not a lot going yeah.
1: on. He's got a Strymon blue sky. Oh, yeah. A, and a fucking, of course, the crybaby. Yeah. You know? And then probably just like some, just some basic
0: that, stuff. Yeah.
1: He's got some MIDI something going on. Yeah, and it's 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 light, but they're just like kind of jam. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's incredible. That definitely like that that technical kind of math rock. Yeah, I think uh, it's a major pillar in a band like this. Yeah,
0: I think I I got a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Well, this is kind of like I'm kind of going on a rabbit hole here, but like I got a thing about. Primus, Or just music, let's say, like this in general. Yeah. Do you feel like this is a band that is a dude band? Like dudes fucking love Primus, but do like women like Primus? (laughs) Uh,
2: Like, Like
1: not just them,
0: but like there's bands like this, right? Like I definitely see Primus as a dude band. However, mm. Uh, mm. I did tell my wife, oh, Dante is making me listen to Primus. Uh, and she's like, oh, I liked Primus back in the day. Okay. Yeah, uh, there's a vote right there. Because, yeah. and for my wife, she likes theatrics. Uh, and they have that okay. in spades. Like, they're they do. all about theatrics with their videos right. and all that kind of stuff. And their stage show, too, especially now. Hmm. Um, obviously not the thing we're watching right now, but, um, right. she likes all like, it's not something she listens to anymore, but she liked them in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because of the theatrics and all that kind of stuff. Same thing with system right. of a down when right. I was like, Oh, I have to listen to system of a down. She's like, Oh yeah, I liked them. And because they have those theatrics, like Serge's voice. Sure. It's sure. so opratic. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I definitely see this more as fucking guitar center dude kind of band. (laughs) Right. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. But you know what? Like, as we dig into it a little bit, I mean, as I think about
1: it, Mm -hmm. you know, I can see some of the, like, it's not super aggressive. Mm -hmm. Not that, like, women don't want, like, aggressive music. But like what I mean is it's not, like, super, like hyper-masculine yeah or whatever you know like some that's bands from this era that's candy.
0: very true uh I feel like a lot of those those dude fans that are into this band have a lot of those toxic masculine traits but this music does not feel masculine at all mm. like I don't right right I don't get it like even when they get heavy uh and it's got that like you know almost like beat down feel for a couple minutes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah or whatever like bunch, yeah yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like that at all. Uh, like this is for the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, uh, sure. And I don't know. Maybe that's because of the weirdness. Maybe that's because of the the nature of the way he plays bass. How he's always like up higher on the neck for the most part. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, they don't exude any of that stuff
1: they don't they don't yeah it's not and this era was so like ripe with that Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) like there was so much of that when they fucking like came out or whatever and they they do exist in a strange space where like nerds are into them Mm -hmm. you know like people like music nerds or even just strange like I just remember like Nerds would be into Primus, and I love nerds. I'm a nerd. <laughs> like I cross nerd like barriers, like in every like realm, yeah. like D and D or whoever, like D and D dudes would be into Primus. Yeah. <laughs> like, totally, totally. Uh, Which is rad, mm-hmm. and not every band, you know. And like a lot of these bands from this era that people cherish, I sometimes feel disconnect with. You know, yeah. like yeah. uh like Pantera. Everyone fucking loves Pantera. From this, from the era mm-hmm. I am, you know, mm-hmm. that even dudes that like loved Primus would love Pantera, Sure, but I couldn't like relate to Pantera. Yeah. It felt too like aggressive for mm-hmm. me, like too like Southern, like they're not racist. I'm not saying they're racist, no. but it, like felt like that. It like felt like that to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, and even sometimes a band like Metallica or mm-hmm. like Megadeth or this metal in general can feel, uh, foreign to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. And this this is more accessible to me, like as a listener, like
0: yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I especially as I've gotten more and more into metal, I don't ever go back to. I mean, rarely, occasionally I do, but like I've not gone to like oh, I'm gonna listen to Pantera and Slayer. Uh, mm. I haven't been able to get into that kind of stuff. I haven't tried with Pantera or Slayer because there's there's too much like like racist iconography in there yeah, and they've yeah, got yeah. a lot of shitty, shitty, shitty fans. Um, sure. Sure. That kind yeah. of ruins a lot of that for me. The fans of premise is kind of one of the turnoffs to, a, for a mm-hmm. bit. Cause it's when it gets like super guitar nerdy. Yeah. Even though I, I do appreciate that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know. Some, it's also a little off putting at the same sure. time, yeah, you know,
1: a hundred percent. I'm the same way, mm. and I don't like. I love guitar. I love guitar playing. Mm. I'm a guitar nerd. Mm. You know what I mean? But like, and I'm a rhythm. Like, I like rhythm. Like my favorite's <laughs> like Keith Richards. That's yeah. like the yeah. greatest <laughs> guitarist ever. <laughs> That's what yes. I think. You know what I mean? But like that. Even that aside, I don't like uh too much. Like. Uh, kind of self gratifying guitar playing and, yeah. you know, guitar playing for the sense. I don't like anything for the sense of technicality. Sure. sure. That's one thing I think I sh- we should point out. It's like, I'm not going to like primus just cause he's fucking good. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean, totally. I'm not going to like Getty Lee cause he's fucking good you know? <laughs> or any of these people. Like it's not going to be enough for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I came from skateboarding where it's like, it doesn't matter if you can do every trick. You know, mm-hmm. like there's guys that can do every trick or gals who can do every trick, but it's like you gotta have some style, you gotta have some like substance, you gotta have some like uniqueness. Yeah. You gotta, you know, like it's more about that to me. And um, I'm the same way with the, like rap. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm an MC. I'm a fucking rapper. I fucking rap. You know, I battle people, <laughs> good people. I've <laughs> lost. I've won. I've <laughs> lost. You know what I mean. Uh, i'm not like an eminem guy i've never been Mm -hmm. a big fan of eminem i recognize all his talents for all the world and like everything that he's like done for like that like hyper intense lyric lyricalism or whatever yeah but i don't like it and i don't really (laughs) think it's like it's a net good for hip-hop you know what i mean like i don't think i definitely don't like when the when the when the idea gets binary about like talent and sure. skill and stuff. And like, that is what makes you great. Mm-hmm. You know, Like it's not what makes Les Claypool great. Well, you know what makes him great is, is the intangibles and him doing something weird, yeah. doing something yeah. that was uniquely him, you know? Yeah. And that is very admirable. And
0: he would be uh, all the greater if he just didn't sing like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's hard. He should have rapped. He should like have rapped. He should have really he should've started should've. new metal. <laughs> I know, for sure.
1: Um, what do you think this song's about lyrically? This song's pretty, like, out of all the songs lyrically, this one is pretty, like, they're getting bigger and deeper. Yeah, deeper and it
0: seemed to be, from what I read, and there was a couple little notations on, on Genius, just about, like, how people you know want to come to america they get the american life uh and it's Mm. gonna be so much better but it's actually really fucking hard especially when you're Mm. uh you know immigrating here you really really have to start at the bottom um it's hard for immigrants it's hard for the poor and underprivileged and stuff like that and that's kind of what it seemed what i gathered from the lyrics is like these different glimpses of different people and living in america that kind of thing yeah no i, I really liked it it mm-hmm. kind of spoke to me and it was like
1: not heavy-handed yeah but like done well you know yeah. like i think part of being a musician is like knowing your audience mm-hmm. like knowing what you can do and like how you should do it you know yeah and i think primus is probably really less particular is probably really smart about that mm-hmm. from from the beginning like hey this is what I want to get some of my ideas out, but I'm going to do it in like a way that's like still will appeal to my fans. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, th- this is good. This is definitely, it shows their range. Yeah. It, you know, it didn't fully like pull me in. There's totally th- the same stuff going on that bugs me about the other stuff yeah. uh, that I can't like fully grasp onto, but it's probably more of a taste thing at this point. And, and you know, maybe I had this song on the playlist. You start to see like, mm-hmm. oh, it's more of a taste thing, yeah, I don't really like I appreciate these guys, but I just don't it hasn't it's not my taste, yeah, yeah, totally.
0: Let's do our last song, uh, yeah, Mr. Crinkle. <laughs> To the video because I watched a little bit of the video and it seems real fucking weird. Um yeah. I sort of remember it from Beavis and Butthead Maybe mm. maybe okay. Um, there actually is a video, it's only it's a couple minutes long, but it's it's uh Beavis and Butthead watching Primus. One of them's DNV, and one of them is my name is Mud. But yes, okay, that makes sense. I want to watch th- a little bit of this. We don't have to watch the whole thing. Because I really want to watch the Beavis and Butthead.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: What did you think of this song?
1: Man, all right. So this one, this is my least favorite. Yeah. Out of the five. Yeah. And this was like they lost me again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like they had me. I was there with the last yeah. one. Yeah. With this, with the American Life one. Like I was there. And then I was like, they lost me again with this one. This is pork soda? Era,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm assuming. Pork, pork soda.
1: Yeah, this is just circusy. A bit, to too,
0: a bit too much. A little
1: too theatrical uh-huh. circusy for me. <sighs> like, okay, when we did pavement uh-huh. and the 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 talk sing for you. Yeah. Sing talking. Yeah. You know like that was just their thing that kind of got you with Steve Malkmus and like you were, you were getting there and then he'd lose you again. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and this was that for okay, me. 100%. Okay. hundred percent. Like the kind of like circusy theatrical and maybe just me not getting it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get this one. Maybe.
0: This was definitely yeah. the most forgettable for me. Mm. Like, Mm. going back to the playlist. Like I listened to the playlist quite a few times. And then today I was watching videos and I started this video and I was like, wait, is this the right song? And I like didn't recognize it, which Mm. is weird, but I have the right song on the playlist. Not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. This one might just be a little too odd and the video is real fucking weird. Apparently this was all one take, which I guess is cool. That is cool see, I appreciate
1: things like that. Yeah. You can kind of see them in the background, dude. <laughs> um, I do appreciate that. I mean, it's just like a little night, it's like nightmarish kind of <laughs> totally. like, like funhouse, like horror, like yeah. And like, I appreciate that, but it it's hard for me to take it seriously. Totally, totally. That again leaves me with my overarching kind of question about primates. Yeah. I like it. I can't take it too seriously. Maybe I shouldn't be. Maybe like I'm looking at it wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't be taking it so seriously. Yeah, yeah. And trying to like put it in this box. But I just can't, kind of can't help it. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I kind of can't help it with music. I can categorize things
0: and put them in boxes. Yeah. And yeah. It's hard not to.
1: And it's, yeah. And it's a risk that he's taking, mm-hmm. right? That like any musician or artist takes when they're like, I'm going to set myself up to do this thing. And I'm sure there's been times where Les Claypool has been super fucking like, God damn it. <laughs> I can't get taken seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm Rob fucking zombie and I don't want to be, you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, or yeah. whatever, you know, like
0: apparently uh, this video I was reading, um, he like put so much effort and, and he was really excited about this video and it got like no airplay. Mm-hmm. And he Mm -hmm. was very like crushed about that, jaded. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. That sucks. That does suck. They
1: came through a time that was like the MTV like ran everything. Yeah. Your video was everything. Yeah. Now it doesn't matter. No. No. I mean, in in a way, it's like now it's a different form of video with YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got to be on TikTok or
0: or YouTube or whatever.
1: This used to make or break a band. Totally. Like, if they got play if 120 minutes picked it up or whatever at the time and then it got play and got in the main rotation Mm -hmm. you know and that's how we learned bands yeah a lot of how we learned
0: i found out how i learned green day
1: yep green basket case i didn't know about green day until basket you know Mm -hmm. and i was in fourth grade (laughs) and in that moment i remember seeing that and being like i want to do that yeah yeah and in a weird fucking way, like, everything that's come since then, like, started there. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I wanted to play bass. Yeah. I like Mike Dern playing fucking yeah. bass. I want to play bass, you know? So how many kids saw Les Claypool and mm-hmm. saw one of these videos we watched today? And, like, we know so many. You know, all the bassists we played with. Yes, yes. Early 98%, right? They love it. And they... One of my best friends was a bass player and could play all these fucking songs mm-hmm. back to front. And like that was an achievement in itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I am I can play. I, yeah, I play bass. I can play like every song on Pork Soda. <laughs> so then everyone knows you can play yeah, bass, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> that was the thing. That was like 100% of it, <laughs> you know? And you were. If you could play all these songs, mm-hmm. you're like Fuck, Totally. Yeah. He can only play like Les Claypool, but he can play <laughs> But he can play them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can play those songs.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. God. All right, let's watch some Beavis and Butthead. Yes, absolutely. I'm, that's the I'm way to go. real bummed that the audio is going to be so quiet, but we're going to make it work.
1: We haven't mentioned South Park either throughout this two fucking hours. Oh, yeah, that's right. The they body.
0: do the South Park theme. It's a good thing That's theme. probably been
1: yeah. It's a good thing yeah. And it's synonymous with the show yeah. And like I'm not a South Park like dude Yeah uh, I was Tim would be Tim screaming somewhere About <laughs> well, it Because he's like How the fuck did you get yeah. two hours And you didn't say South Park <laughs> Tim is such a South Park nerd <laughs> uh, But that's huge for them too yeah. I mean in Yeah, that, yeah.
0: Let's watch uh, This is They watch DMV Thank
1: you oh, This is where it starts for me Right here This is great
2: you hear that? I think he just said if I had my drrothers I'd screw a chair. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: really? But <laughs> let's go get some drudgery. Let's go get let's some, some drink <laughs> <them.
1: laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> don't like <laughs> Why don't they put a toilet in here, Viva? Even the fact they're like stoked on yeah. this was a big yeah. deal. Like they used to uh, just uh, dump uh, on every video, so you're like, oh they like this. <laughs>
0: i just saw today that there's there's a new Beavis somebody had <laughs> movie coming out uh yes but they're gonna release the entire series with the yeah, music videos uh on paramount that is amazing yeah, i'm
1: uh my son i have a seven Almost eight year old, old and he he's never really seen Beavis and Butthead, but he is absolutely just like thinks it's the coolest, (laughs) and like we watched two minutes, and then he was just doing the laugh. laugh. We watched two minutes, had to turn it off. I was like, God damn it! (laughs) I was like, I thought maybe, (laughs) and like within two minutes, it's like so inappropriate. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I watched this when I was his age, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, (laughs) um, I'm super stoked for the movie though, and like, I love Beavis and (laughs) Butthead. I'm so glad that we ended there. Like It came full circle for me because totally. I don't think I've seen that since it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: in front of a TV where the, you click through Hell the channels yeah. maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I'm saying> like. <laughs> Fucking incredible, man. So good.
0: Uh, any any uh, final Primus thoughts for you?
1: You know, doing this was really fun i'm once again honored just to be here i feel like uh super stoked (laughs) to have me and uh this was interesting because i didn't really know how to approach it Mm -hmm. but uh, i think my final thought for this is that um i didn't want to dunk too much on this band because i don't actually hate them and at the beginning at first i was like fuck i don't want to do this like it wasn't that i hated this band it's just like i knew this band you know and i was like i don't fucking like not like i'm like i don't know what more i can get out of this but Honestly, like, number one, I feel like I like the band more. Mm-hmm. And number two, I'm really solid in everyone should just like what they like. Sure. And just It's okay to like what band you like. Mm-hmm. And us being from this era, like, you could go, it's a coin flip, yeah, right? Yes. You could love the Red Hot Chili Peppers or be just derided yeah. in your social circle for liking the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> or... Uh, rage against the machine yeah. or you know like uh or primus mm-hmm. or fucking mm-hmm. maybe even you're getting crazy and you like corn maybe you like <laughs> sure, corn sure maybe you went through a life, life is people, <laughs> you had it you bought it you had all the records <laughs> maybe you liked uh you know whatever it is maybe maybe you like britney Spears sure, or whatever sure. it is and and you're just gonna own that and hold that and it might not make sense to everyone but it's gonna make sense
0: to yeah, you and, yeah and, yeah yeah i think it's a beautiful day. totally Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to dig deeper or not. I, I could see myself like pulling up some videos uh, because I uh, when we were watching the video we were watching for American Life, I found myself just like staring at him playing. So like I totally, I, I could totally. see myself just watching some videos of them playing live and just kind of like looking at the way he plays bass and Absolutely. trying to see what pedals the guitar player has and, you know, shit like that. Totally. I kind of want to see them
1: yeah. at the Memorial.
0: Yeah. Like that sounds kind of yeah. awesome. I, they're doing a rush uh, album, which is kind of cool. They're like playing a, oh, a whole yeah, rush right. album. Um, I I wish battle. I was saw on. that on your Facebook. Yeah. yeah somebody, somebody had said to that. that.
1: And even just like, like their comments, mm-hmm. like I was like, okay, I get it. Like yeah. they're like, I'm fucking, I'm a ride right yeah. now on Danny's yeah. comments for Primus. Like I felt that. <laughs> I was like, I could do that for a bit. Yeah. Like, hundred percent. Just like I'm a ride in the comments. Yeah. I don't care. I don't yep. care. Uh, And that was cool. And that that alone is cool and shows yeah. like the nostalgia factor.
0: It was is very cool to see all the comments. Uh, if anyone commented that is listening, thank you uh, for your input but Yeah, I don't know. It was fun. Um to listen to this band. I'm still mad at Dante for making us do this. <laughs> but I I like um making him still be part of this podcast even though he's not. <laughs> I love that. That's
1: amazing, man. I'm glad that he got to uh put it down for the podcast even far yeah. away.
0: Throw you a curveball. Next time you come back, we're going to have to do a, a band that's not from the 90s.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Very, yes, absolutely. Like as modern as possible yes. or as old yes. as possible. Exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah. But yeah, we'll have you back soon for sure. I, I still got to come up with a list for you. So I'll I'll start thinking about it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, well, thanks for having yeah. me as always. And, you know, all your listeners, you guys even... Hanging in there, tuning. Yeah, Uh, I'm. I'm super thankful to be on here, and I'm glad you got me inspired, man. I want to. Hell yeah! I want to do this again (laughs) and keep doing it. And uh, yeah, I love it. Thanks again. Sweet. Have me
0: on whenever. I'd come on. (laughs) Be honest. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Thanks to Lush. Uh, I guess. Thank you, Dante. (laughs) Bye, bye, everyone. Bye. It's Dante the Big Brown Breaver All the five songs over there all oh,